Are you having fun yet? In what was one of the most fun preseason games I can remember, in what might end up being one of the most fun and exciting preseasons I can remember, the Packers beat the Bengals. Who cares what happened in the game? In terms of the outcome, this was tantalizing to watch all of these young players flash. We are live on YouTube. Let's go. Caught by Watson. You are locked on Packers. He's got great speed. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Christian Watson down the sideline. Locked on podcast network. And he will score. Your team every day. You are locked on Packers. Paul, the locked on podcast network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for the leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. In the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you, though we're not starting our day right now. We're closing it down, although I guess if you're on Central Time, if you're on Mountain Time, if you're on West Coast Time, wherever you are east of Eastern Time, you might be going out to the bars after this. It's Friday night after all. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen. Whenever you make Locked on Packers your first listen. Today's episode brought to you by friend at LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find a qualified candidate you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked on NFL. Terms and conditions apply. Wow. That was fun. Was it perfect? No, it wasn't. But it's hard for me to remember being this excited about preseason games and not because I think it tells us everything we need to know about this team and all these young players are going to be superstars and Jordan Love and Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, Dontavian Wicks, and even Sean Clifford coming in and doing stuff. Just about every player you came in wanting to see, we saw make some kind of play. Carrington Valentine looks like he deserves a real shot to try and play. Jaden Reed flashes. Luke Musgrave is always open. Zach Tom, wherever you put him, really, really good football player. We're going to talk about Jordan Love, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, those two together, a hell of a combination. Even further down the list, you, you get Dontavian Wicks, Samori Toure with a couple plays, Malik Heath. Looks like he's going to make this roster right now. If like if they had to make cuts today, I feel like he'd be on the roster. Anthony Johnson Jr., seventh-round pick, almost had an interception where he leaps in the air and appears to defy gravity. Lucas Van Ness with a couple pressures. Devontae Wyatt with some pressures. When you think about all of the guys that are playing, and we're going to talk about that at the end of the show, the fact that these guys are actually playing. All of this young talent, and yes, Anders Carlson didn't have his best day. But to see, not just have all this young talent on the roster, but they're all part of this build. And almost to a man, showed why the Packers are so excited about them. 
that is a really, really fun place to be as a Packers fan. Understanding you'd rather go into a season going, this team's going to win 13 games and compete for a Super Bowl and all that cool stuff. Yeah, that's great. And going into a preseason, like, like two years ago, for example, where you just get to watch Jordan Love go out and play because you know your team has a chance to go compete for a Super Bowl title. And it's just like, hey, let's let's just keep an eye on Jordan Love, see how he develops, all that kind of stuff. That's really great. But I'm just talking preseason enjoyment, excitement. This is a unique position for the Packers to be in. Now, part of that is in th- this very thing that I'm that I'm talking about, this idea that, okay, well, they're not competing for a Super Bowl, so their best players are not playing. Usually the teams you're most excited to see in preseason are ones that have like rookie quarterbacks and are like three and 13 kind of teams, three and 14 now with the with the 17 game schedule. It's those kinds of teams that you're excited about because you're like, oh, well, this this first round pick and they had this bad, bad team last year. So they have all these first round picks. But right now, as we sit here today, Brian Gutekinds has taken a lot of guff. He has taken a lot of grief. That 2022 draft, like Devontae Wyatt made some plays in this game. He has been one of the standouts of camp. Eric Stokes has been hurt from, from 2021. But you look at 2022, I'm just thinking Georgia guys. Christian Watson, a star in the making. Sean Ryan showed significant improvement. I understand the, the interception from Sean Clifford. He got beat on that play, but he also, he was MFing guys in the run game, showing that power. He has clearly taken a step forward. And then the guys that they got on day three, unbelievably, Romeo Dobbs is a legit wide receiver too in the NFL. And, and you see the reason why he could be the kind of guy who does lead the team in targets. I don't think he will, but could. Zach Tom is going to start on this team, whether it's at center or it's at right tackle. Looked really good again. Tariq Carpenter fi- figuring it out at linebacker. Okay, you know, Jonathan Ford. Getting some disruption. And then you look at this 2023 class. Lucas Van Ness. You know, I I think you'd like to see a first round pass rusher be a little bit more dominant in these sorts of situations. But by the way, Miles Murphy, who was a late first round pick for the Bengals. He was playing late in the third quarter, too. So Lucas Van Ness, the beauty of that is. He's a rotational guy for the Packers. You there was a flash here. There got got a couple pressures. Disruptive plays with force. You have in the second round, Luke Musgrave makes the catch for a first down, gets wide open. Jordan Love misses him. Jaden Reed, the my ball, awesome play in the middle of the field. He gets the end around and makes something happen there. Tucker Craft. Okay, Tucker Craft, hit or miss. But then even the day three guys, Dontavian Wicks makes a couple big plays. Malik Heath, UDFA. He's going to make this team, you guys. I mentioned Anthony Johnson Jr., Dontavian Wicks. Like all of these guys showed you something. Now, I want to be very clear. I'm not saying that this is proof that they're going to somehow like all manifest into really great players and become superstars, and the Packers are going to the Super Bowl in 2024. That's not what I'm saying. But for a team that is built on young players, 
What you want to see is those young players flash. Show me something. Show me the talent. Show me what a best case scenario you can be. And if you're a Packers fan watching this game, I didn't even mention Emmanuel Wilson, who has the 80-yard touchdown on the anniversary of his father's passing, two touchdowns. He's got some juice. And he's got size. Like, he might be the third running back on this team. And then you have Tyler Goodson, who's sort of this hybrid player, jet motion kind of guy who can do a little bit of everything. And and maybe Emmanuel Wilson just becomes the third back. Tyler Goodson maybe doesn't do anything. Who knows? But to to be able to point to almost every player that you want to see flash and point and say that play, that play, those two plays, that handful of plays. That's a unique position to be in, and it is a credit to where Brian Gutekunst is as a GM right now. We're going to talk about the Jordan Love effect here and how he looked and how, how this moves forward here in just a second on Locked on Packers. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You want to find that UDFA like Emmanuel Wilson. And sometimes that can be really hard. So make it easier with screening questions and make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers your first listen every day, every dayers. By the way, thank you so much. The nearly 500 people in the stream right now, shout out to you at, at 9.23 Lambeau time on a Friday night. You beautiful, glorious football sickos. We are all here together. It is wonderful. We are back next week to get you ready for Patriots Week here on Locked On Packers. Okay, Jordan Love. It's a small sample. It's two drives. He goes seven for 10 for 46 yards with a score that's a 112.9 passer rating. And I think that there is going to be a lot of focus on the two missed throws. And I understand that. And and we're going to talk about those two. But here is what is most important to me with Jordan Love. And I wrote about this on Friday for the Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to, in terms of wanting to focus on process. When it comes to Jordan Love's development, the things you want to see are, is he making the proper reads? Is he making those reads in a timely manner? Is he playing in rhythm? Is he showing poise? Is he showing command and control? Is he getting in and out of plays at the line of scrimmage correctly? All of that stuff, going back to last year, to me, that's a box checked. He has looked poised. He has looked in control, in command. 
And he, I've been saying this every day as we'll remember this. I've been saying this for months. He consistently, especially in structure, makes the right reads and makes good decisions. He sees the guys that are open. I will live with some inaccuracies if that's the case, because you're just not going to put the ball in harm's way that often. Every quarterback misses throws. Every quarterback. Like the best quarterbacks complete 65, 68% of their passes. Even if you account for drops, we're talking about like 8, 10% in drops, 8, 10% in uh, you know, pass breakups, interceptions. Then the others are off-target throws. Like there's, there, you're going to have two or three a game that you just want back. You hope they're not big plays. On the short stuff, Jordan Love was great. And on the deep ball, the deep ball. So Christian Watson has this propensity. I talked about this a little bit uh, in, the, in the Christian Watson episode that we did earlier this offseason. One of the things that he needs to work on in terms of route running is on these go balls, he hugs the sideline a little too much. Now, I don't know if that's being taught because Devontae Adams he he would he would win outside and stay outside and Rodgers would put him on him and it would be fine. It seems like Rodgers likes to throw these balls outside. He also throws them a little bit more on a line outside. But generally speaking, on these go balls, you don't want to be that wide. That is that far from the hash. So because we're on YouTube, the hashes and the outside of the field, whoops, bang the mic. You, you don't want to hug the sideline because then there's no room for the quarterback to put the ball in over top and over your outside shoulder. So Jordan Love has to sort of put the ball on him. Now, the ball is in the air, but I didn't, I didn't feel like, you know, I saw woefully underthrown. No, it wasn't. Christian Watson does not have to break stride. Dax Hill makes a really good play. Dax Hill is a 4-3-40 player playing center post. He got a good jump. He took a great angle. He made a great play. I saw our guy Dame from Locked On uh, NFL Draft tweet out the clip and say, what a great play by Dax Hill. It was not a Jordan Love thing. If, if Christian Watson plays that a little bit closer to the hash when he wins and stacks that corner, it gives Jordan Love some place to the outside to put that ball he didn't have a place to put that ball outside. I didn't think the throw was particularly bad. I thought it was a fine throw. Dax Hill made a really good play. Now, the Musgrave throw, the fact that it comes right after, I feel like those are related because he probably, if he, you know, and they're, they're doing press conferences right now. We'll have more on this on our Monday episode after we get to hear from them. I'd love to hear from Matt LaFleur on this. I wonder if in the back of his mind, Jordan Love is thinking, man, I should have put that ball on Christian Watson. He probably should have. He sees Luke Musgrave running across the middle of the field. And rather than just kind of feathering it into a wide open tight end, he tries to gun it. And he does, by the way. He freaking gunned it. But that's when you need, uh, you know, Mike Holmgren to say, hey, no more rocket balls. You don't need to do that. Don't get on tilt. And this has been a trend for Jordan Love, starting a little bit slow. Just a little bit, not even a lot of it. 
just a little bit slow because he comes back next drive, makes a couple really nice throws. I thought the play action boot to Romeo Dobbs, a beautiful play right to Dobbs, who fell over but didn't really need to. I think he was just making like I think he felt like he was going to get hit sooner than he ended up getting hit. And so could have made a little bit more out of that. But rolling to his left, drops the arm angle down a little bit to fit it around a defender. Those are the kinds of plays you love to see from Jordan Love. And then on the on the concept, Steve Pelizzolo from Pro Football Focus mentioned this. Christian Watson scored in practice on the concept that they called. He got wide open. Well, the Bengals saw it in practice. And guess what happened in the game? Two went with Christian Watson. So now you've got one-on-one with Romeo Dobbs. And Jordan Love beautifully feathers the ball in there. That was not a 50-50 ball. Don't let the Bears haters get in your in your in your mentions about this. That's not what happened. That was a beautiful throw with the defender with his back turned to Dobbs. It's right past his helmet and Dobbs makes a really nice play. And that's it. That's the touchdown. So he comes back. You love to see that. The bounce back performance comes back, makes a couple nice throws, looked in control, looked poised, looked in command, all that stuff. That's what you want to see. Again, I could live with some of these inconsistencies and accuracy because I think he's going to make enough high level throws that you're going to say, okay, he's going to make enough plays outside structure. That you're going to say, okay. And I think over time, when these guys have a little bit more opportunity to work together, some of that stuff is going to get ironed out. Now, the deep ball accuracy, I mentioned this, I feel like a million times. There were inconsistencies with it in college. It's gotten better. No question, it's gotten better. He threw, rolling to his left, an absolute dime to Samori Toure in preseason last year on a deep ball. The, the one to Romeo Dobbs in joint practices, an absolute dot. So that the high level throws are there. He's just going to miss some. And again, I know that these are every Bears fan's favorite two quarterbacks, but Josh Allen, who like, let's be honest, he's got more arm talent than Jordan Love, but Josh Allen will just flat out miss throws. He can make throws no one else in the, in the league can make. I believe that. There, Josh Allen can make throws. Patrick Mahomes cannot make. He just can't. I, I don't. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is an inferior player by any means. But Josh Allen can make throws no one else in the league can make. He'll also just biff some. Jalen Hurts. He he does not have more arm talent than Jordan Love. Jordan Love has more arm talent than Jalen Hurts. He'll just miss throws. But you you have to you have to just make enough. And when you have receivers, when you get really excited about these receivers, about Dontavian Wicks, about Jaden Reed, about Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, you start to look at that, that Jalen Hurts model, that Philadelphia Eagles model, and go, well, why can't Jordan Love do that? Now, A.J. Brown, probably better than Christian Watson. Devontae Smith, probably better than uh, Romeo Dobbs. Dallas Goddard, certainly further along in his development than Luke Musgrave. But in a year? In two? That's what is that all of these ties together. There's so much to be excited about. And I think this is another step in his development. He's just got to play. Brian Gutekinds has been saying this for months. Jordan Love just has to play. And this was another great example. A lot of easy stuff, schemed up play action, bang. But 
it's it's in rhythm. Third and five, team getting worried about Christian Watson beating them over the top, little out route, love, bang. It's in their perfect ball first down. Now you get back to first down and everything is left on the call sheet. Play action, shot play, whatever you want to do. So I, I think this was a really good uh, debut for Jordan Love. I didn't think the Christian Watson pass was as big a deal as some other people did. The Luke Musgrave miss was a miss. You're going to have to deal with some of that. That's just life. If that's the only throw in a game, like if he attempts 30 passes and, you know, goes 21 of 32, of 30. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. If he's got three touchdowns and 250 yards and, and converts a couple of third downs, like that's going to be fine for the Packers this season. All right. I want to talk about some players who didn't, didn't look so great, who didn't play so great. And something that I really appreciated about Matt LaFleur. That's all coming up here on Locked on Packers. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen every day. Uh, go subscribe to The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Uh, a lot of really fun stuff coming up there. Uh, Jason Hershorn, America's guest, and my, my co-founder over at The Leap wrote a really good piece on Jaden Reed the other day. He is doing so much more than just jet sweeps, although we saw him on a little um, push pass end around type deal. There's a lot of fun stuff to be excited about with him. And then Locked on Sports Today. Go check out what we're doing at Locked on Sports Today. All the big stories in sports in under 20 minutes, wherever you get podcasts. So two things. I want some of the players that did not did not help themselves. We got to get off the stream number right now. Read 666, and it's freaking me out a little bit. Um, Matt LaFleur last year sat 33 guys. This is per Zach Cruz, our pal over at Packers Wire. In the preseason, after saying, yeah, we might play guys. And then this year, sat nine, including Eric Stokes and Rashawn Gary, who are hurt. Grant Dubose also hurt, but back, but like not really. I, I, I wondered aloud on this show if it was related that last year and this year that things didn't work out the way that they were hoping the last two week ones. And so they, they thought, okay, a change was going to be made. And I wonder if, sort of irrespective of the quarterback thing, if that was part of the plan in, in this season. Even Aaron Jones got some touches. A.J. Dillon got some touches. Elton Jenkins played some snaps. There is value to getting these guys just out there. Just go out and, and take some reps together, live game reps. I think we'll see a lot more next week against New England. I, I would expect them to play at least a quarter. Maybe not Aaron Jones, maybe not Elton Jenkins, but like Christian Watson, Luke Musgrave, Jordan Love, Tucker Craft, Romeo Dobbs, get those guys out there for a quarter at least. Give them an opportunity to play together against Bill Belichick, who's going to play some guys. They're going to play vanilla, but like play some guys. I think it's it's really important for Matt LaFleur to be saying this in, in preseason, like we're, we're doing this together. There is a value in that message of saying, this is this is all of us. No one is above the team. Okay. Glad we talked about that. 
I'm officially worried about the kicker thing. Now, I made a, I made a joke in the middle of the game. Like, if you just watched on TV, you'd wonder what everyone was fetching about with Anders Carlson because he was great on family night. And to start this game, he made his first three kicks. And then he missed two extra points. One was a high snap. Okay, okay. But this is not, this is not it. This is not it right now. Now, again, I, I don't I don't know that it, it matters that much. And I thought that Matt Schneiman made a great point on Twitter when he said um, that Anders Carlson's brother, Daniel Carlson, missed, missed some kicks at Lambeau against the Packers, including a chip shot. I think it was like a 38-yarder. To win the game. Missed it. They tie. The Vikings cut him. He goes to Las Vegas. He hit like a 65-yarder to win a game last year. He was first-team All-Pro in a NFL that Justin Tucker played football last year. He became one of the best kickers in the NFL. And that's not to say Anders Carlson will become the same guy. But... This is a guy with a lot of talent that Rich Passaccia believes in. They're not just going to jump ship on this. Now, you want to bring in somebody? Cool. You want to call Mason Crosby? I'm for it. I'm for it. Get Anders Carlson on the practice squad, protect him, and go from there. I'm fine with that. Totally fine with that. I'm just I'm starting to need a little word. Another, another one. Royce Newman, he started. He started in 2021. And that and Aaron Rodgers won MVP, and that offense was awesome, and, and they beat up everybody. And now he looks unplayable. Multiple bad holding calls against backup players. Getting beat just looks unplayable. Looks unplayable. It is incredible. That he started two years ago. And then last year, just like, what happened? And I, I mentioned this on Twitter because Zach Tom and JRJ each took some center reps in this game. The problem with John Runyon Jr. playing center. And Josh Myers, by the way, bad false start. Didn't snap it. Everyone else did. The problem with playing Zach Tom at center is or excuse me, with JRJ at center is, you don't have a guard you feel comfortable in right now playing that right side. Now, I do think it is interesting that Sean Ryan was playing that right side in, in a game where Royce Newman was also playing, and Royce Newman was the starting right guard for the Packers in 2021. So I wonder if this is part of an audition. Hey, if we need to do this, can we kick uh, JRJ inside to center and play Sean Ryan? Is that a better option than playing Yash Nyman over Zach Tom? To me, it makes more sense to just play Zach Tom at center in the short run, play Yash Nyman at right tackle, and go from there. You'd need Sean Ryan to really feel like he could be just as good or better than JRJ. And by the way, the Packers have not 
always been in love with the stuff that John Runyon Jr. has done, especially in the run game. And that was where I felt like Sean Ryan had made the most strides. He had a couple big blocks on big runs, including that 80-yarder where he body bagged a linebacker. Where he came off his block, a linebacker was going to come and shoot through, probably was not going to make the play, but was going to disrupt the run. And Sean Ryan took him to IHOP. All you can eat, baby. Pancake special. That's, that is the physicality that he can play with. And pass protection is supposed to be his thing, but he's going from left side to right side. And we just heard Billy Turner, who is a veteran in this league, now playing in New York. Josh Sitton had this great line back in the day, and, and Billy Turner repeated it, that changing sides, it's like wiping your ass with a different hand. It would feel weird. Everything is different. The footwork is different. Your hips work differently. You anchor differently. Everything is different. And not only is he switching sides, he played left tackle at UCLA. He's switching positions. So I'm still bullish on what he can be, but they, this is why I don't think they can move JRJ into center if Josh Myers continues to be a problem. It has to be Zach Tom because you have a very good replacement for him and Yash Nyman. It's hard for me to believe that JRJ at center and Sean Ryan at right guard is your best five when Yash Nyman exists. I'd rather find a way to get Nyman and Tom on the field at once. And if they can do that, then, you know, I, I think that that's, that's probably, that's probably your best five. You'd really rather, uh, you'd, you'd rather have guys just play well. <laughs> you'd rather just have Josh Myers be, be decent. Just play well enough that there doesn't have to be shuffling, but that doesn't look like it's going to happen. All right, back on Monday. This is a bonus episode. It's going to be in your uh, audio feed here coming up shortly if you're watching us live on YouTube. What's up? You guys are getting it first. Um, And so we'll be back Monday with lingering thoughts, and then we'll get you set for Packers Patriots as we move through the preseason here. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, like we are right now on YouTube, baby, you can go subscribe on our YouTube page so you can stay Locked on Packers.